Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode 110. I was holding my breath before. Me too, and I was making wave sounds. Well, it sounded like you were breathing out. I know, and then it kind of sounded like a wave. Did it? To me. <laughs> Probably didn't sound like a wave. Oh, it sounded like if you're at the ocean and it's like, whoosh. no, that's not how it sounded. <laughs> Welcome to the Foley Artist episode. <laughs> Do you know what a Foley Artist is? No. It's the person that like makes like behind the scenes oh. noise. Oh, fun! It's like if it's, like... yeah, we're not walking, but oh, okay, that's what it I know looks... that's what it was supposed to sound like. If though. we were walking, also might sound more like Meg walking. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, Case, how you doing? I am okay. I don't know. I'm good. It's, you know, we're recording on a Tuesday. It's not my favorite day of the week. It's the worst day of the week. It is. It's a Tuesday feel. It's just I don't know, but I'm recording. I went for a run walk and we've got Bachelor in Paradise tonight. So I, it's I don't. No. Your fiance and I have it. Um so the night is looking up. Starting now. Like not a minute and fourteen seconds ago? No. Um it was my birthday. Yesterday. Happy belated. Thanks. I think I said happy birthday. Did I? I don't know if I did on on the last episode. I don't think so, but that's okay. Um, yeah, it was a good day. We watched Nope. We watched Nope. Um, I wasn't a fan. Net, I'm, I would call myself net neutral. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I, I think I had higher expectations. Like, it definitely wasn't as scary. Like, you and I are both chickens. Like, they made fun of us before the movie because we both do the same thing in movies. Like, plug our ears and hunch over kind of thing. And we both do it. And, um, we did it at the beginning and then we were both just sitting there like, we don't like, we're not scared. It's not going to be jump scares. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be more like get out than it would be like us. Yeah. So it was okay. I think it's hard when you start like with something like get out because you started at a 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's hard to maintain that. It's almost better if you start out at a seven and you get to like work your way up or something you know what i mean yeah like if you were to put the movies in like the order that would make the most sense it would be nope and then us and then get out yeah and said it was the exact opposite order exact opposite so yeah anyways it was still that's what i chose that i wanted to do that i wanted for all of us to watch that because i thought it'd be good like halloweeny kind of you know let's be a little bit scared but we got sushi and we had that and we how are you doing, Jack? Because there was other good news yesterday. Yes, there was. Picked a picked a wedding venue. Yes. Putting down a deposit in a day. Um, I hope. I wonder what our podcast is going to be like that week. The week of the wedding. Yep. Maybe we won't do it. Just skip that week. Or maybe we do it at the wedding. Yeah. We just get everyone to come in and tell us their favorite movie. That actually be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a waste of time, but like. Walk around with one of those like little TikTok microphones yeah, right? and be like, what's your favorite movie? movie? Yeah. We could always, because we were trying to set up, like think of games and stuff we wanted to do. Wasn't there one? She wanted to do a crossword. There was something else. It was like, because um, we. Oh, the debate. Yeah. yeah. You guys have that debate about the bed thing. So we were like, you were thinking, oh, we could set that up. Um, So we could do like, what's your favorite movie? You never know. Yeah, that could definitely be part of it. It'd be interesting to see what people's like whatever we could make it like a tiktok too you could be like this is my first drink and my favorite movie is tarzan go yeah 
So yeah, that's that. Right? I think so. We have a very fun episode. This is a it's fun episode. It's all about love. Which is the best time on November 1st. Right? When we're recording. No, you just booked your wedding venue. So it's a good time to have a love. And it's kind of, well, we've had a really nice fall. Like, I can't complain. Today is like sunny and 18 degrees. So, like, that's unheard of, I feel, on November 1st. So we've had a beautiful, but I was thinking when we were, you know, when we were doing this, like when we plan ahead, it's like, oh, it'll be November. It'll be all like gloomy and whatever. So I was like, let's, you know, we'll do a love episode kind of thing. But it's really not gloomy at all. <laughs> it's pretty nice out. But yeah, love episode. Yeah, we're doing our IMCs, Stuck in Love and the Perfect Date. Yep. A rom-drum and a rom-com. There you go. And then to continue with the rom-coms, we have a self-made rom-com bracket. That we each made for for the other person. Yeah. He's Jack, and I said, "Are you? Were you gonna? Are you mean? Are you being mean, or what? However, I worded it, and I was like, oh, I hope you weren't mean.' And he's like, oh, yeah.' And I was like, really? I was I, trying to be. You're trying to be mean. Well, because what do you want? Oh, here's on a silver platter. Here's fifty first dates and how to lose a guy in ten days in the finals. Whoop de doo. Oh, I see. Right. That's not fun. It's it's more Can fun. I, to be, I have a play. I have a playing game. Ooh, fun. Okay. Because I realized I put down a movie and I was like, eh, I don't really know if you like this movie as much as I do. But then I put, I'm like, eh, here's another movie. Okay. I'll probably lose to, but it gets in the I tournament. I couldn't figure out how to set mine up. Do you want me to tell you how I did it, or do you want me to wait? Um, you can. We'll wait till. Okay. Till we start. Okay. Rock paper scissors then um yeah i'm trying to think oh i finished big little lies yes with the fiance yeah great as all i mean i'd already seen it but it was still great ending and they really just like they jam pack a lot into seven episodes yeah and jam a lot into like five minutes the last episode yeah last episode it's like oh here's this and this and that yeah and, uh now they're playing on the beach and everyone's happy yeah well maybe not everybody's happy don't give it away. Most people are. I know, and now you've decided you don't want to watch season two. I decided when season two came out. Yeah. Like originally. It's just not. I think there's there's something coming up in the future, so I will I will hold my tongue on Big Little Eyes season two. Oh, all right. All right. Something planned in the future. What? Oh, my God. When do I find out? I don't know. A while, probably. <sighs> Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. <laughs> we both did paper rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot damn it i was hoping you do rock um i am going to defer okay so i'm gonna let you go first because okay. i think there's a bit of a difference between our two movies what i found interesting about our movies is you picked a teen rom-com because you're like 22 and i pick like an adult rom drama because I'm an adult like I feel like you and I just like but I feel like if we're if we're picking the movies I feel like I would be the one that would lean more towards the rom-drom than the rom-com yeah you're more of a rom-com than I am yeah uh yes that's fair I do just like any rom Rom. yeah rom-drom-com just give yeah just it can't doesn't really work with uh like horror yeah, rom- like a rom thriller. <laughs> rom thr rom thrill. Romer. Rom. Um, okay, so I watched The Perfect Date from 2019. It is on Netflix and it is a team rom com, like we said. 
It is directed by Chris Nelson. It is a high school boy creates an app to provide his services as a fake date. Like he takes you out on a date to earn money for college. But plans get complicated when he develops feelings for someone. What? So um, it's with Noah. You got it. Just just try. I, but I always sound so dumb on here. But just just go for okay. it. Centineo. Close. You're very close. Okay. Centineo. Centineo. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Noah Centineo, um, who, by the way, sounds like Mark Ruffalo. I want you to put it. What? This, let's go back to last week. Who, Did you say that? Who said that who should replace Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight? Oh, but I wasn't guy. thinking like looks. I, I just couldn't believe how much he sounds like him. Like if you close your eyes, you almost think it's him. It's so crazy to me. Um, Laura uh, Monero, she plays like the first date he goes on where it all starts. Camila Mendez plays his crush. And Odeus Georgiadis is his best friend. I don't know if that's how you say it at all. But I think you also said Monaro. I think it's Murano. Murano. Or Moreno. Moreno? Probably Murano. Murano. She was on a Disney show, Laura. Oh, she's adorable, by the way. So Noah play, plays Brooks, and he's, like, all about status. Like, he wants BMW. He looks up to the guys that have, like, the nice cars and the nice houses and and he wants to go to Yale. Like, he's just all about status. Meanwhile, he lives at home with his dad. He drives, like, a Saturn. Um, his mom has left the family. They don't really get into that. Like, I feel like we've kind of flipped in movies. Like, I know. We've I really swung the pendulum the other way. But it's like, I don't know. I But I like it because it's like, not all dads leave. Like, you ha- some moms leave, too. Like, you can't just make it one-sided. Because I was always like... We always killed the moms in Disney movies, and now they're starting to leave, and dads are there. And I'm happy about that. I yeah. was actually, his dad was awesome, actually. Good job, moms. Keep leaving. Yeah. Go ahead. No. It does make me think of. I think she got remarried, though, and, like, moved. She didn't, probably. like, leave. Yeah. There's a good American dad joke where the guy, one of the characters says, yeah, my mom left before I was born. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Good, good joke. Good joke. Um, so he works at this sub place with his friends, uh, his best friend, and this guy Reese comes in and he's complaining to his friend. So the two guys are behind the counter and then Reese comes in with his friend and he's complaining because he is to take his cousin, like he's getting paid to take his cousin to a dance. And so, but he wants to hang out with his girlfriend that night. So also Noah. Weird. Yeah. Weird that <laughs> right? you're taking your cousin to a dance. Yeah. And that you're being paid for it. By yeah. your family member, by your uncle, basically, because yeah. it's her dad paying. So um, so he's complaining. So Noah's like, I'll, I'll take her for that money if I can, you know, I can drive your car and you can pay me. And he was like, yeah, totally. So he gives him his BMW. He gets paid. Enter the angsty, sarcastic teen who hates, who's Celia, who hates um, anything te- like dances and like getting dressed up like she's wearing a kind of a dress but then she's got the combat boot look you know like that look like the angsty but then she's sarcastic and rolls her eyes and like that kind of person but she is adorable I have to say I really liked her um so he takes her to the dance he's trying to make conversation she's just like whatever I'm not about this and um actually she tries to get out of the dance and then he's like no we should go to the dance so they end up going and then at the dance Noah sees and instantly falls for um, Camila Mendez character and um, so the date done gets paid 
next day he's talking to his friend Murph and he's like you should make an app called the stand-in so it's like he's making an app that he can people can like basically a male gigolo with him right pretty much like a Disney version of it yeah like he's not having sex with him but he's going on dates with him but he starts like there's a perfect movie montage great movie montage because you get to see like one time he's a cowboy then he's like like he's going through all these different characters and he's trying to kind of you know you know take these girls out and he you know goes to poetry i know he goes to all these different places because he's also trying to raise like get money to go to yale yeah like that's the whole point is that he needs money to go to Yale because he's like, you know, he has a single dad and he works at a sub place. So he's not going to have money to go to Yale. So he's trying to get this money and he's got like this a tracker on his phone of how close he's getting. Um, so, but by doing all of those dates, he kind of starts losing himself and then his friend and him start drifting. It's very Disney. It's, or what you picture a teen. It is exactly what you, the arc it's supposed to follow. That's the way I would describe it. So Celia calls him again and she um, she wants him to come to this party at Camila Mendez's house. And she's like, come and because she has a crush on this other guy. And then they hatch this plan. Jack, it's going to it's going to blow your mind. Ready? They're going to pretend to mm-hmm. date. Wow. To make to, to other people jealous. Yep. Because <laughs> that's what you want. Solid concept. <laughs> yeah. So um, so they. Anyways, they date, they hang out. They're hanging out all the time and... Pretending. Pretending and hatching their plans. And he does go out with Camila Mendez, like, or he doesn't really go out with her, but he has conversations with her. And then she does go out with the other guy. And it's just not... It's, not the dynamics they want. No, they like each other, right? Um, Wait, yeah. they do, but they're pretending. They're just pretending. Anyways, but then they I'm not going to say how it ends because I bet you would shock you. It's a shocker. It is. <laughs> plot twist. It is a huge shocker what ends up happening. But this is what I will say. Good for young love. It's pretty sweet. Um, she's really cute. I really liked her. I've never seen her before and I really liked her and I really liked Noah. And um, she, she's a good, if you like the angsty, sarcastic female lead, then she's good for that. Um, the message is actually pretty good because he's very like statusy, and so the message is good of just it's just not about that. And like he's trying to fit this into a mold, you know, like he's trying to be all these people, and he kind of loses himself, and then he has to kind of find like, well, what do I actually want? The bad is, I mean, it's a very, very predictable story arc. Like you just okay, so now we're angry, and now we're you know, like you know, now yeah. we're not friends, and now we're and I miss you and you know so it's very predictable but it, it was cute for a teen rom-com I, w- I will say I was pleasantly surprised I was like oh this was actually pretty cute should I put this on should I put it in the bracket <laughs> no that's okay <laughs> yeah so I would give it a solid like seven though like I thought it was I thought it was cute I don't know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes usually I find out but I didn't for this one would you ever rewatch it no no it wouldn't be it's not I like I got it. I'm there for it. But for what I was expecting and what I got was very different because my expectations were very low. But I thought it actually had a bit more depth to it than just the, you know, typical teen movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought the acting was actually really good. I thought he did a really good job. Mark Ruffalo. Young, young Mark. Mm-hmm. Good old Noah. 
don't. What? Sentinel. Oh, I wasn't saying oh. anything about it. Sentinel. Yep. Oh, I did it? Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Shocking. Yeah, that's my movie. Uh, My movie. <coughs> Excuse me. I had some Reese's Pieces before like, this. Like, literally right before he pressed record. And now he's struggling. I got, I got a lot of saliva <laughs> for everyone that wants to know. TMI. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, my movie is 2012's Stuck in Love, uh, directed by Josh Boone. Ooh, Boone. Uh, it is a story focused on the complexity of relationships. I assume not like the perfect date. Right. Del- deals with a little more serious relationships. Uh, follows a family, including a successful novelist, his ex-wife, and their college and teenage-aged children. Yes. So we got Greg Kinnear, Jennifer Connelly, Lily Collins, Nepotism Baby, Nat Wolf, Logan Lerman, Kristen Bell. They're all in it. They're all in it. Yeah, Lily Collins. Nepotism. Why are you so mean about that? I don't know. Were we going to do an episode about nepotism? Well, there is. There's, Coming up? There's an episode where like you you had another idea for it, and I was like, I'm just going to write Nepotism Babies, and <laughs> right. we'll talk about it. Yeah. I just there, I then... After the movie, I looked up other nepotism babies, and then there were some who were like, you know, I've had advantages because of who I am, like Maya Hawk. Right, right. She, she was like, if I'm not good, I'm going to get kicked to the curb. Yeah. Then there was Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah. Had I have to work twice as hard. Yeah. <laughs> twice as hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe more hard. I, I can't, can't yeah, deny yeah. that. I'm not in the world. Yeah. Uh, the movie starts, we're talking like right into the camera, and there's some like typing of, I don't know, they're, I honestly don't remember what they were talking about probably something about love if yeah. i'm being honest um then glenn powell is he's nice i don't know that college age he's in one scene he's literally in one scene and lily collins has like this whole like speech about i don't know love and stuff but then she's like okay so yeah you want to go have sex mm. and he's like is this a trick like he's, right she's just very upfront. she's like yeah you know like i don't think you're going to be very good at it so i'd rather just get it out of the way okay very like cold-hearted she is she's really good in this um greg kinnear is is snooping he's like he puts on a, like the typical he has a baseball hat and he's like sn- sneaking around the house and it's actually for his on his ex-wife it's jennifer Connolly, um and her and her new husband just start well like you don't see them start having sex but like they're about to so right he, you he inferred run, yeah he runs away but then they chase like they send the dog after him they don't know it i Maybe they know it's him, but the dog like chases him down the street, and it's like that typical heel, sit, stop, whatever. Right. Um, then we cut to Greg Kinnear and his son. They're cooking Thanksgiving dinner together, mm-hmm. and the song "Home" by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yes, great What's, song. Like the Alabama, my Arkansas. Arkansas. I wrote I that to remind. I wrote that to remind myself. I do love you. So they're cooking to the song. And then Lily Collins comes for the Thanksgiving dinner, and she tells them that she's getting a book published. Mm. Uh, but then reveals that because Greg Kinnear was, did I say that that's her dad? Yes. Uh, that he was helping her with a book, but mm. now this is a different book, so and he doesn't want to read it for some reason. He's like just sad, and he like sets a place setting for Jennifer Connelly, and he keeps saying like, "Oh, she's gonna come back. Mm. Like she's gonna come back, even though she's remarried, remarried. and it's been like years." Yeah. Um, so then the son goes from the dad's Thanksgiving to the mom's and I actually don't know, maybe this is a typical thing in movies, but 
Like Lily Collins resents the mom because right. she left. left. Yes. I don't know if that's what happens all the time. I feel like it's... Well, I feel like a mother-daughter relationships are always a little more complicated. So in most cases. So that that makes sense to me. Um, And then the son goes to this dinner and gets high before, like in his car. Yes. To eat this Thanksgiving dinner. He gets caught and they're like, oh, um, like because... The dad's kind of like the stepdad is like the the they call him like a Neanderthal because he watches football instead of like reading books, which I kind of like that. I don't know. Maybe that dynamic is in the movies a lot, but I just I found that kind of cool that it's like making fun of basically the nerd for liking sports. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Who plays the stepdad? Do you no know? idea. Oh, OK. Uh, he was like a he's a younger, not like young, young, but like younger at the time. Like, younger than Jennifer Connelly and Greg Kinnear, who, like, look about the same age. Right. Um, I have to say, the Jennifer Connelly, Lily Collins casting mm-hmm. as, like, mother-daughter is, like, impeccable. Yeah. Is one of the best parts of the movie. It's just like, wow, you really do look like mother-daughter. Um, so then uh, Greg Kinnear is sleeping with Kristen Bell, which, like, I wrote it down later in my notes, but I'm pretty sure she's married. Oh, like, okay. She has, like, a ring on her ring finger. But they're just like... Are they at a beach house? Yes. I think she is married, yes. And just has sex with Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. I'm pretty sure she's... Yeah. I would say the most fascinating part of this movie is they reveal... I think it's during the Thanksgiving, but I wrote it after, that instead of having minimum wage wage jobs, Greg Kinnear pays the kids to keep a journal. Like, oh. he doesn't read it. It's not for, like, publishing, but he just knows, probably because it's in their blood, that they can be good writers. And so even the kid... It, the it's nat but his name is nathaniel wolf um was like why would i work at like fucking mcdonald's when i could get paid to do this right yeah to like actually write um but then greg kinnear reads his son's journal to his there nope can't do that it was just sitting there but then he tried to be like oh you know like i read the first line and if you put this in a book then you would have a reader hooked Mm. so it tries to kind of flatter him the son's name is Rusty, so I'm just going to call him Rusty the okay, rest of this yeah. time. Um, he's worried that his son, like Greg Kinnear, is worried that his son isn't hiding anything. Okay. And that he's not like going out and partying and doing drugs and like sleeping around. Yeah, and that's what he wants him to be doing? Yes. Uh, so then he does end up going to a party with just like a big old bag of weed. There's a lot of weed content in this movie. For like 2012, it's pretty, like, especially for like, what a like stigma I probably still had at that time. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so he's at the party and there's this girl he likes at his school, but she has the douchebag boyfriend. Obviously. Wonderful. <laughs> Never seen that one before. <laughs> um, so then he like, they're like, Oh, where, where is she? And the, the guy who's like hosting the party, but then you find out he's not, but he acts like the host. He's like, she's upstairs. Uh. And it's like, okay Okay. (laughs) having sex like what like right that's a weird thing to just kind of like promote but i guess because it's his friend that would probably be having sex with her um but then he catches her doing coke not like catches her but like the door just opens and Mm. she happens to be just railing a line Mm. um so then she gets nosebleeds in class and then you find out she gets the nosebleeds because she does coke right great that's great. Uh, so then I wrote, yeah, is Kristen Bell married? Because, like, she full on has, like, a big-ass ring. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is from what I remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. but Yeah, but according to her, her and Greg Kinnear, they're just fuck buddies. Right, yeah. Like, says that to him. Um, 
Lily Collins is like talking about procreation with this guy, and it actually so they introduce Logan Lerman. He's like a, a bass player in a band, and then they have a really good dynamic. Um, the guy, the guy she's talking to, it's not Logan Lerman. It's just some other like you call him like douchebag number two or something. Right, right. Um, doesn't believe in evolution. Okay. Which, that's a that's a hard one for me to. Right. I mean, I'm sure someone doesn't believe in evolution out there, but like, mm-hmm. does someone like that just think like we were just we were this? Right. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's generally humans. very religious people just feel like we're just God created us, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't think I said it. The son. So the son um, is at this party, and the guy, like the douchebag boyfriend, like pushes the girl over. Uh oh. And then he punches him in the face. Yeah. Um. And then so now he's, like, hiding stuff, and he brings in the secret girl. But, like, Greg Kinnear, like, quote-unquote catches them, but, like, he doesn't care. Right. But he's just like, oh, like, what's your name? Oh, what happened to you? Because she, like, fell on her knees. Like, oh, someone pushed me. He's like, oh, are you staying the night? Are your parents okay with that? She's like, yeah, even though her parents have no idea. Right. And he's just like, okay. Okay, like, cool. Like, you want to, like, how would you be able to rebel against a parent like that? Like, he doesn't right. get mad about anything. It's like me. Yeah, like right? he's just like well he's more of like i don't want to say depressed but like oh, okay. he's just not happy oh okay so like yeah. he just kind of doesn't care oh okay Different. like the son smokes a lot of weed like for a movie a lot of weed mm-hmm. um it's not what the dad wants though it's like him to i don't know i don't like he wants to like he wants him to be creative like he does have a good speech about like um every great writer has been through everything they've had to by the time they're 20 oh okay i see yeah. so like they have all the motivations that they need they have all the emotions and they have ev- yeah gone through have- everything they need to yeah by the time they're 20 which is a part of like you need to be going out and doing stuff yeah getting i think he says getting laid to be honest oh okay one of my i think that might be my favorite way of talking about sex is getting laid getting laid like banging is close but like <laughs> that's yours so i won't take that getting laid to me is just so funny i don't know why but i just find it funny yeah um logan lerman keeps like following lily collins around not like actually but kinda we're in that like if this was real life, we would be creeping into stalker territory. Too does, much. She calls him a stalker, but then like kind of lets him do it. Right, right. Um, she thinks that he loves her. He probably does. Um, but like she's such a cynic about love because of her parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Kinnear and Jennifer Connelly like happen to bump into each other, even though she ca- she calls him a stalker. A lot of stalker content oh, okay. in this yeah. movie. Um. But they go out and get coffee and have, like, a good productive conversation. Yeah. Like, not, like, falling back in love or anything, but just... Well, they're co-parents. Parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, we find it with them, we, we take a hard left or right turn, whichever way you want to go. Mm-hmm. Of Logan Lerman, like, we meet her mom, his mom, who has a tumor, like, a brain tumor. Uh, probably, like, not going to make it. But then, like, Lily Collins follows him okay. to his house and, like, meets the mom. And then they have, like conversation over some hot chocolate about like his mom and stuff then he calls her a stalker yeah. like if we had an over under for stalker word the word in this movie <laughs> probably like five and a half but like right. it's a lot yeah um so now but then after this like in the middle of this conversation he just kind of like before he's like oh no we're gonna be friends mm-hmm. even though he doesn't want to just be friends no. but then he says like 
even after this bonding moment, he's like, oh, let me take you out on a proper date after Christmas because it's like almost Christmas time. She agrees, like, but not much of an argument, which I found kind of weird for the character that the whole time was like, no, 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 no. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I guess kind of let her guard down in that moment. Well, I guess you're going to have to. Otherwise, it's not a very good movie if they don't actually, like, go out, right? No, but then I did write down, these relations, everything is going too well. Like, the relationships right. are too good. Everything's going smoothly. Um, until, so that, like, Logan Lerman and Lily Collins, they're opening up to each other. Uh, Greg Kinnear goes on a date, like, from an online dating website, a good I wouldn't call it a full montage, probably a half montage, because Krista Bell, not in this movie much, but she's really funny because, like, she's basically just, like, Greg Kinnear's, like, homie that yeah. they also have sex. Yeah. And she's, like, helping him pick out an outfit for these dates, and all of them are terrible, and she's, like, she's, like, are you colorblind? Or, like, <laughs> she's, like, making fun of him, and then yeah. he finally picks, she picks an outfit that's good, and she's, like, you had this the whole time? Like, oh, my God, I would have sex with you in that outfit. Yeah. Uh, it was just, she has a lot of, she has a ball of energy in this Right, one. right very like it's a it is a basketball term but like low like low usage like not in it much but high efficiency like oh, okay. she's like yeah. very impactful in the scenes mm. that she's in nice um, um oh so then but then he's still so he goes back to jennifer Connolly's house after the date and she's reading his book mm. he like leaves his wedding band on the windowsill oh i do remember that but then like sees her reading his book so he's like i still have a chance so then he takes the ring mm-hmm. back very just i don't want to say typical scene but it was just like we were so close yeah um so then rusty and his girlfriend the drug addict girlfriend just in case anyone's not following along right <laughs> um so they go to the mom's house. They're like playing dance, dance revolution. Like they're having, they're having a good time. But then Jennifer Connelly kind of like half catches the girlfriend who's like searching through the drawers for some uh, kind of pill to yeah, take. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, what do you need? And she quickly is like, uh, I need an aspirin. My head hurts. Mm-hmm. And then but Jennifer Connelly knows yeah. you're a parent. You're, you're smart. Not, yeah. You're not pulling one over on her. Yeah, uh, Jen- or Jennifer Collins. Lily Collins has this like party because did I say she's uh, early? She was getting a book published. Yeah, yeah. Now she's having like a party, like a book launch. Um, and then Greg Kinnear actually has this really f- good speech about like writing advice when he's so like the guy that's throwing the party was like, I've been trying to get you to talk to my class for years and you never said yes but never said no. <laughs> so here you are. Here's my class. Like just talk to them and. He kind of starts it by saying, like, the reason I never did was I don't know if I have any advice that will actually help. Right. Like, everybody's writing process is different and this and that. It's a really, it's a really good speech. Okay. Um, so then uh, Rusty's girlfriend, drug addict girlfriend, leaves with some random guy. Because it felt like a nothing. It, it This scene or this kind of, like, sequence did a good job because, like, Lily Collins, who's also underaged, her and the girlfriend go and get a drink and the bartender is kind of like oh you know i'm just gonna give these to you to basically like take any responsibility uh, yeah just Mm -hmm. like here are your two drinks Mm -hmm. and once they walk away it's not his problem right but then she went back like the girlfriend went back and got two more drinks and Mm -hmm. then we then just kind of in front of everyone rusty's like she has a history she has a drug problem and addiction and it just really goes off the rails fast so we have to go find her um um yeah admits to her drug problem uh logan lerman and lily collins have like a fight so 
Logan Lerman invites Jennifer Connelly, like mm-hmm. her mom, even though she hates her, and does this like one of the like the coldest things I've ever seen, where the mom walks up and is like, "Oh, can you sign my copy?" Because everyone's like in line. Yeah. And Lily Collins opens it and goes, "What's your name?" <gasps> oh, that's a stab in the heart. And I was like, "Wow!" And Jennifer Connelly's like, "I I don't want to make a scene." Like she's like does such a good job of like being reluctant. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, okay, no name. I'll just write some." She basically goes, I'm, I'm just going to write a random note that doesn't mean anything that's not personal. And it's like, wow, ice cold. So then we have to like go on, not not an adventure, but just like the whole family goes to find Rusty's girlfriend. He's in this. Uh, Aren't they all in a car or something? All, all in a car. Like they all get in a car together. Yeah. There's like some line. It's not a joke, but it's like, well, this isn't a family road trip, dad. Yeah. Something like that. Because ev- everyone's just mad. Everyone's off the rails. They find the like house apartment wherever where the girl is and they like knock on the door and they they don't break down the door the guy opens the door greg kinnear just like grabs the guy's nose and just like breaks it oh my god hands wow and then they find the girl she's wrapped up i didn't know this but then i read through the plot because i was like oh they just found her she said they said they did a little bit of coke but clearly it was more yeah some kind of roofing situation right then I looked at the notes and it said that whoever the guy was like sexually assaulted oh. Rusty's girlfriend. Wow. Not what I was expecting. Not what I thought had happened. But like Greg Kinnear breaking his nose was like pretty wild. And then Greg Kinnear's like, uh, you're going to get expelled. And that's like the best thing that can happen. And the guy's like, no, you can't. Oh, uh, that's weird. Yeah, he, he can. Yeah. After what people find out what you did. Um so then the girlfriend's in rehab. She, like, sends sends a note to uh, Rusty. Um, then we find out. It's probably the... Actually, maybe I won't say it, but there is, like, an actual, like, good twist that isn't the end of the movie, but it, you find out something about the relationship dynamics of Greg Kinnear and Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. and it is, like, not what you expect, and it kind of changes a lot of the dynamics of characters. Right. Um uh rusty i didn't say it before but he's like the biggest stephen king fan and like loves all his all his books so then stephen king i didn't look up if it was actually stephen king oh it is Mm -hmm. stephen king calls him is like hey i read your uh your sister sent me your story that you wrote i loved it i sent it to some publishing people and like to hear that and he's like it was such a good scene because like he doesn't know what to say. He's right. like, like I, I don't know how, like I can't even say there how much you mean words. to me, the yeah. books. And he's like, you know, it reminds me of like this beginning of a book and he like quotes it back to him. And he's like, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, thank you. He's like, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. And he's like, I didn't say I liked it. I said, I loved it. Wow. So yeah. like from like your hero and you're getting a like story published now. It was yeah. Really good scene. Um, Then we get the, we get the Thanksgiving basically cooking scene again, okay. but now it's like a year later. Oh, they don't say oh, a year okay. later, but it's probably a year later. Yeah, like they're making this basically. It, you would have thought they reused the shots, except they switched like two things. Where like Rusty opened the bottle of wine instead of Greg Kinnear, and Greg Kinnear was doing the mashed potatoes. They just switched those jobs. Okay, which like uh, after Rusty, his girlfriend goes into rehab. There's like five minutes where he's like an alcoholic and smoking a lot more weed than he mm-hmm. already was. But then we just kind of got over it, except he opens the bottle of wine and no one's lo- or it's just them too. But his dad isn't looking. He just takes a swig out of the bottle of wine. Yeah. Just a little, a little alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Then 
you know, we get we get a surprise guest at dinner. Oh. I'm not going to say who it is because it's a surprise. But All right. I like surprises. Someone you're not expecting to come to the dinner shows up and it's this this big moment and that's pretty much the end. Did you like the movie? I did. I loved yeah. it. So I thought it was a good, um, like, characters and intertwined and... Rom-drom. Rom-drom. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm still... Because I've planned out. I've been looking at the top 10 that we have to do for, like, the next time. Yeah. And it's <laughs> there's some there's some hard ones in there. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to have a hard time? Mm-hmm. Good. All right. It was time for the self-made... Jack to be a big, fat meanie. Yep. That's big, fat meanie. Big fat liar. Someone dressed up as that for Halloween. Oh yeah. And the blue, the blue, blue face. That's funny. Um, so yeah, our self-made rom-com bracket. I feel like because I'm the meanie, I should go second. So I will, I will fill out or you fill out the bracket for me first. Okay. Yeah, because mine's not mean, and this is what I'm gonna tell you what I did, because I got the movies, and then I was trying to figure out where I would put them. But I'm like, that's hard, though, because that's very subjective to what I like. And then I decided to go with my favorite route of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's kind of cool. And I put them. So it has nothing to do with me. I literally, there was one that matchup I really wanted together, but it didn't work out. And I was like, I'm okay with that because, um, yeah, so that's the way I did it. Because I just was like, all I did was I, I made it in eight. I I broke them up into eight, like randomly. And then I did it with um, using Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. So on the left side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. We have at number one, Love, Simon, with Just Go With It. Oh, I thought you were going to go through all of them. No. no. Just one at a time? Yeah. Uh, you know, one back in the day, we saw a 16 seed beat a one seed, and we're going to see it again. Yeah. Just Go With It. Uh, I know. I know you liked it. Adam Sandler, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Brooklyn Decker, kind of the prototypical Adam Sandler movie with a little bit more rom instead of the com. Like, okay. Just Go With It is a legitimate rom-com. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen it? I have. Is that with Duck? De- Brooklyn Decker? Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. I have seen it. It's been a long time. But. It is funny how that movie goes, hey, look at Brooklyn Decker. Look at how stunning she is. And look at... Look at all gross, gross Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. She's so ugly. Yeah, she's the <laughs> ugly one. Like, no, you're not. The, that's it's the so that's, funny. That's the fatal flaw with the movie, but yeah. it's still great. Well, because she's in Brooklyn's in her 20s, and Jennifer Aniston's probably in her 30s. <laughs> so our 40s. <gasps> oh my god, not her 40s. Yeah, Love Simon was cute. It was a good like, it was a good teeny movie. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just. No, that's okay. It's. It's, it's your, my bracket. It's your bracket. I feel like explaining, though. Oh, no. No, you explain. I'm just saying. You're, it's your bracket. You get to do whatever you want. I think Tony Hale was the pr- in the, was the principal in that one. So he was probably the best part of the movie. In Love, Simon? Yeah. Yeah. Good principles. Move, good movie principles, they do a good it's job a, with that. It's, a, it's an important role. It is. I think it's... Um, it's good for, the mo- for any movie. Yeah. It's definitely underappreciated, for sure. Uh, number two, we have Set It Up with our number seven seed. Friends with benefits. Come on, that's hard. That's hard, especially a two-seven matchup. I know, but uh, set it up had ninety-two. Friends with benefits sixty-eight, which I was shocked. I would understand maybe why critics don't like it. I would be interested to see what the fan score would be for that one. Yeah, it's probably pretty high. Set it up is, I think, probably the most like 
underrated rom-com even though it is still a little newer i think people are gonna look back in like five to ten years as it becomes like i'll go as far to say like it could be this generation's like when harry met sally right like i could see it being something like that zoe deutsch and glenn powell and uh lucy lou and tay diggs and it's kind of the they're both assistants like it does follow a certain like formula which friends with benefits is the same thing mila kunis justin timberlake and it's one of like these movies are actually good to compare because it's like you're career oriented and then oh maybe where it maybe it's more than just career right because actually literally the two movies it's like mila kunis is like a headhunter and recruits justin timberlake good that it worked out yeah um that's I feel like you just stalled i really (laughs) am uh because that's a hard one i know when i I saw that can i come back to it you can we have number three crazy rich asians against number six forgetting sarah marshall I did not put Crazy Rich Asians in your bracket. That's okay. I kind of forgot about it. Um, Crazy Rich Asians was a spectacular movie. Like, Mm -hmm. the theatrics of Mm -hmm. it were amazing. But I think Forgetting Sarah Marshall follows the rom-com better. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's definitely one Jason Segel, Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, Russell Brand. Like, it is a good... If it's in my bracket, it will most likely go far, depending who you put it up against, but... Yeah, it like, will it, yeah to me it's the i mean to compare it to couples retreat isn't probably fair but it's the single version of couples yeah. retreat yeah it's just um it's just really well done the whole thing i don't know yeah it's a good cast right yeah. jason siegel underrated totally uh number four your favorite movie 500 days of summer <laughs> against number five train wreck Oh, um, okay. 500 Days of Summer. I put it in my bracket, too. I still would argue that it's not a rom-com, okay. even though I, I put it on mine, too. But, um, yeah, Trainwreck is at least, like, I get Bill Hader. I get LeBron James, who's hilarious. He is really good. The most underra- underrated has been my word of this episode. Um, the best part of the movie is Chrissy Everett just full-on hitting on Bill Hader. <laughs> right. They have Marv Albert. They use actual NBA footage. They have a good... Pete Davidson's in it for like two seconds. Yep. It is It is the formula of a rom-com movie, but I'm going to go with Trainwreck. Okay. Yep. Okay, now you got to go back to your... I can't do the other side first. Oh, you want to go right back. <laughs> you want it to be... Okay, like, we can. I, that's just going to be it's a too hard. flip of the coin. Okay. Um, on my right side, I have number one, Palm Springs, against number eight, What Happens in Vegas. So I know this is kind of a silver platter one for you, but I was following my system, and I was like, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Like, hands down, right? Even though... You could argue it's a... I don't know. It's a rom-com. I was going to argue it's a com-rom, but... Yeah. What happens in Vegas is, like, it is, to me, in that same category, is, like, fool's gold. Right. Where it's, like... <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> cheesy. It's, like, yeah. almost over-the-top cheesy. Like, what happens in Vegas and fool's gold are actually good comparable movies of, yeah. like, what are, what are we doing here? Like, they... fool. I don't even remember what fool's gold was, but the... They're uh, looking for treasure in uh, the ocean, Jack. Mm, yep. And th- and what happens in Vegas? They like win the lot. Win a well. Like- one of them puts the coin. It's somebody's coin, and then the other person um, pulls the th- pulls the lever or whatever to win it. So it's like who won the money? But Don't they-, they get married. Yeah. So then they win it. Oh, they get married the night before. And then when. And then they win the million dollars. And they just want to get divorced so badly. And then they're like, the judge is like, no, you guys have to live together for six months. It's Lake Bell, her friend, I really liked. And his friend, 
I can't remember. Who. Uh, isn't it Rob Corddry? Yes. And it's them that I, it's, I don't know. I liked the, I liked it, but I like, I guess I like cheesy. But yeah, Palm Springs. Okay. Number two, knocked up with number seven, 10 things I hate about you. Under, I was going to say underrated again. Low rating there for, for 10 things I hate about you. It got 71%, but. Used to be, used to be my go-to Valentine's Day movie. Aw, adorable. Um, now I don't really know what it is. Um, yeah. Probably 10 things I hate about you. Okay. 10 things. Okay. And number three, bros <laughs> against number six, wedding crashers. Ooh. Wedding crashers in terms of like comedy probably doesn't get talked about enough. Um, bros was good. Billy Eichner's really good. The writing's really good. The inclusivity of the movie's really good. Mm-hmm. Wedding Crashers, though, they just like <laughs> it's just it's on another level. When right? you when you put everyone like in this like mansion, and all Isla Fisher wants to do is have sex with Vince Vaughn, and like the old late the mom <laughs> likes Owen Wilson, Bradley Cooper's in it. Yeah, like it is just like they have a football scene where yeah. it just gets super competitive. Wedding Crashers for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. But I wanted to make sure my bracket was inclusive. Um, number four, Jerry Maguire against number five. There's something about Mary. Uh, which I think I know you're going to pick. I'm going to pick Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah. There's something about Mary. I don't know. The zipper scene really like, I know it's funny, but it just like it hurts just, me to my soul. Yeah, like, that's fair. Uh, Jerry Maguire again, maybe not necessarily a rom com. Might be more of a rom drum, but yeah, it is true. The, the romance takes over in the movie because yeah. like it's honestly like a sports movie for like the first three quarters of the movie yeah and then it's like oh yeah uh romance romance they love each other uh bonnie hunt's in her group that is the best part of the movie <laughs> it it's is like, actually because yeah. i remember uh bill sobens once like mapped out how long it would take for like the scene to actually happen he's like best case scenario is they're having this like single woman's meeting at like 145 at night right like that's best case scenario it's probably later <laughs> right trying to map out like the flights and stuff it's a good video yeah so back to set it up with friends with benefits i feel bad like these both of them would mm-hmm. get far i think set it up needs more time so i'm gonna give it to friends with benefits okay in a couple of years that might be different but no that's i agree with that but set it up too <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay, so now you are at your final eight. Yep. Is that what we call it? The uh, great eight? Elite. Elite eight. That doesn't rhyme. That's stupid. It should be the great eight. But it's it's uh, alliteration. I was about to say nepotism. Oh, <laughs> your favorite words today. It is. Nepotism, nepotism and, and underrated. Underrated, <laughs> underrated nepotism. Zoe Deutsch. <laughs> um, okay, so now you have just go with it with friends with benefits. Uh, that's another battle of the titans. Yeah. Um. I think if I'm just going to say specifically to the rom-com, it's Friends with Benefits. Okay. Just go with it. I might like it more as a movie because it's funnier. And again, the whole like, ew, look at ugly Jennifer Aniston. That's <laughs> <Right>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But Friends with Benefits is definitely more, is better at the genre. Right. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall with Trainwreck. Hmm. I love Jason Segel, love Bill Hader. That's kind of a wash. So it's kind of what do the other parts of the movie do better? Again, it's it's like, oh look, here's regular looking Mila Kunis. Like yeah. that's not realistic. 
Um, they kind of train wreck kind of flips it on its head, whereas the girl that's the player, when yes. it's usually the guy, yep. I do like that element. I'll still pick forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. All right. Okay. And then on your other side, we have Palm Springs with 10 Things I Hate About You. Ooh. ooh. Um, again, maybe Palm Springs just needs more more time more rewatchability like cult classic kind of the modern day groundhog day to me i think it did it better than groundhog day um in terms of like the time loop not that i don't right. know if groundhog day is even a rom-com i don't know uh, it, yeah so it's the same thing things same thing happens in that movie um i think i think i'm gonna wait palm springs and what 10 things, ten I, things I hate about you 10 things i hate about you is better as a rom-com Okay. So I will take the 10 things I hate about you. Palm Springs is the better movie and it's funnier, but rom-com because like you get that singing scene. Yeah. And Heath with the curls out and he was going to get the money, but he didn't care about the money. He just yeah. loved her. I just loved her. Uh, last one, Wedding Crashers against Jerry Maguire. Um, I don't know if either of these movies really do rom-com. Like one, Jerry Maguire is a drama, a sports drama romance, and then Wedding Crashes is a comedy, comedy. romance. Yeah. I'll go with Jerry Maguire. Okay. Okay, so now you're at your final four, which are, I'll just recap, it is Friends with Benefits against Sarah Marshall, and then on the other side, it's 10 Things I Hate About You with Jerry Maguire. I never, I didn't have an idea going into this what, what would, you be would pick at the end. Yeah. Like, I actually, because usually I'm like, oh, she'll probably pick these movies. I actually didn't think about what would be matched up or what would oh, be where. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, this is just really off the cuff. Um, which ones? Friends with Benefits uh, w- against Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think Friends with Benefits, I mean, double Mila Kunis. Um, I know, right? friends with benefits is probably better as a rom-com like just as the i guess maybe i'm just leaning too much into the formula of, of a rom-com because we're saying rom-com yeah uh yeah i think it's better rom-com okay friends or uh the other one forgetting sarah marshall is probably funnier and i would probably i would argue maybe a bit of a better movie but Friends of Benefits is the better rom-com. Okay. 10 Things I Hate About You against Jerry Maguire. Uh, I love that Jerry Maguire made it this far, but yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You works better as a rom-com. It's funny that Jerry Maguire is in the final four, and I don't even think it's a rom-com. I know. I know. But just because it's there. <laughs> like, it, it's so good. And, like, Regina King's underrated in that movie. She's not a nepotism baby. Um <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. and the whole show me the money thing. I guess that's what makes it funny. Like is, yeah, is Rod it is Tidwell. funny. It Even is. Um, uh, the other agent. Jay like, Moore. Yeah. Because yeah. he's with um, Troy Aikman, who it's like actually Troy Aikman. Yeah. Because like him and like Jerry and Rod Tidwell hug. And he's like, why don't we ever hug? Oh, and yeah. he like goes to hug him. And he's like, yeah, get away from that. me. So your final two. Yeah. Friends with benefits and 10 things I hate about you. What is... The best rom-com in Jack's opinion. It still might be set it up, to be honest. I know. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, I'm surprised. I thought set it up would make it far, but it is too bad. And then I was like, should I move it? And I'm like. No, it, you got to go by your rankings. Yeah. Like I I picked rankings and I it might end up 
a little easy for you, but that's that's not what matters. Friends with benefits, ten things I hate about you. Um I'm gonna say ten things I hate about you. Uh no, I don't know. Um I know I'm supposed to figure this out. I guess I need to talk this out. So that's ten okay. things I hate Turn about up. you is like the high school, you get the angsty girl. I love like the poetry teacher is hilarious. Um, you get Heath, you get kind of like different people help. Isn't there like two different like people helping each other? Yeah, there's. Cause isn't like someone else trying to go after the other sister. Yeah. Something like I that. I haven't seen it in so long, but. Um, I guess maybe, maybe friends with benefits works better as a, as a rom-com. Right. I feel like I've said rom-com so much that it's like starting to sound like a fake word. <laughs> I think friends with benefits is the better rom-com. Friends with benefits is the winner. Won't that be funny if it's mine too? Uh, I don't think it will be. You no never way. know. Never know. Now, I don't, now I'm thinking like, did I put friends with benefits on here? There's wow. probably going to be movies I missed. That's okay. All right. So I did mine a little more just like one against 16, That's two fine. against 15. Yep. So we'll go down the left side first. So we okay. got... We got the number matchup. Okay. One seed, 13 going on 30. Okay. And 16 seed, 16 candles. Nice. Um, I mean, I really, you know, I love Jennifer Garner and 13 going on 30 is adorable, but it's 16 candles, man. Like that's an 80s classic. So it's, yeah, 16 candles. Um, I'm actually going to skip the 8-9 matchup because I think you're going to struggle with it. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it. Okay. Uh, 4 seed, 10 things I hate about you. Yep. 13 seed to all the boys I've loved. Just Noah. Noah making okay. his return. I know. He's so cute. Um, that was a cute movie. They're both kind of the teen rom-coms, so I like that they're together. But I'll go 10 things I hate about you because it's Heath and Julia Stiles, angsty angsty julia styles should have put it up against the perfect date <laughs> right uh five seed sweet home alabama 12 seed pretty woman uh that's mean hmm i love sweet home alabama and pretty woman's so like iconic but if you're following like like rom-com Oh, that's so hard. I used to have the biggest crush on Josh Lucas, too. He was so cute. Mm. I think I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think I'm going to go Sweet Home Alabama, which shocks me to my core, everybody, too, because I really thought Pretty Woman. But <clears throat> because of the matchup like that, that's a toughie. What? You're just mean. Are you changing things? Maybe. Uh, two seed. We got it. We got a matchup of the fives. Kay. We got fifty first dates versus five hundred days of summer. Wow, you are mean. Eh? Five hundred days of summer. I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's was really well done, and it was cool how it was presented. Fifty first dates is maybe the cutest thing I've ever seen because she doesn't have any memory, and Adam Sandler who is not like the typical Adam Sandler. He's actually pretty chill and he's got like this cool job as like an oceanographer or something like something cool water related. And he has to make her fall in love with him every day. So it's just like super romantic. So 50 first dates. 
Fifteen first dates it is. Uh, seven seed Palm Springs, ten seed Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Wow, that's really mean too. Because I would think Palm Springs, like when I yeah, when even when I was doing yours, like I would have picked Palm Springs over what happens in Vegas too. Because I just really loved, I just really enjoyed it. Um, so Palm Springs against Forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm-hmm. like he just. I don't know. You just can't touch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, I just love that movie. It's such a good one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So I did add a second play-in. So we have two play-ins. Okay. Here's the play-in for the 14 seed. Okay. Set it up. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Maguire. Oh, look at you copying my thing. Um, I love Jerry Maguire. So... But I think as a rom-com, I I think I have to go set it up. I just think it's such a – I like what you said. Like, I feel like in five years, people really appreciate it. And I feel like it's that kind of movie. And I love Zoe Deutsch. Like, she's on my, like, you got to watch that girl. She's good. She's really good at what she does. Nepotism. She nepotism. She's a nepotism baby, though. <laughs> um, our second play-in. Oh, my God. I'm so stressed right now. Okay. All about the friends. Okay. Friends with benefits. Yeah. And my best friend's wedding. Ooh, that is mean. <gasps> okay, my best friend's wedding. It's Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz. She, Cameron Diaz is marrying Dermot Mulroney. And Julia Roberts is the best friend. And then decides she's in love with him. So tries to break up the wedding. And then friends with benefits. Yep. All about the friends. But I really love friends with benefits. Um... Wow, that is so mean. Um, I think I'm going to go friends with benefits. I think I pick it because that's what I would watch more, too. Like, if I was in the mood for a rom-com, that would be... More likely. More likely I would choose that over my best friend's wedding. Although, there's one scene where they're running on the forest. Or forest. They're running in this lawn, and you can just see them all running by. And it's, like, one of the funniest scenes in a movie. Because, like... She's screaming. He's chasing after his like soon to be wife and Julia Roberts is chasing after him. And then people are watching and then there's like a funny comment made and it really makes me laugh. But I don't like this game anymore. I'm just kidding. I, I was going <laughs> to tell you that no matter what happened, set it up, Jerry Maguire, probably getting steamrolled because set it up gets to face off against how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Like hands down. No. I really enjoyed Set It Up, but How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I was shocked when I saw how little rating it had on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what is wrong with you people? It's a classic. Uh, So now we have Friends with Benefits against, I don't know if maybe the whole movie is is good, but at least one of the most iconic scenes. Say anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boombox. I know, playing Peter Gabriel. And, and it's John Cusack. Like, he used to be super, super popular when I was growing up. Well, because he must have been, like, the heartthrob. Yeah, like, he was, like, the 80s, like, guy. I, I wouldn't say he was the heartthrob. He was always more, like, a secondary character. But he was the heartthrob in this movie. He had so many good movies, though. Sorry, say it again. I get confused. Uh, say anything, Friends with Benefits. It has to be Friends with Benefits. Because it's just adorable. <laughs> 
it's hard. You love it's hard when it's like you're doing class. Like those are hard, right? Because some, like those are classic movies. But then maybe this Friends with Benefits will be a classic. You know what I mean? In like twenty years or something. But yeah, yeah. So I saved the eight nine matchup because I thought it was going to be the hardest one. Because you're mean. You get enjoyment out of it, though. I do. I smile, and she closes her eyes while she's trying to think. And he just smiles. He thinks it's hilarious. Eight seed, the proposal. Okay. Nine seed. What's a what's a rom com I haven't said yet? What's I like? I don't even know. I'm so stressed out right now. I don't even know. How about a little crazy, stupid love? Oh my god! Right. Wow. The proposal to me is their dynamic is still one of my favorites I've ever seen in a movie. The way like there's some moments where, you know, she's pretending she's to get married to him and they're in the office and he's like, what? Who's getting married? Like they have the same energy together. And I just think Ryan Reynolds is one of the funniest people on the planet, like in that sarcastic kind of witty way. I already forgot. A crazy, stupid love. Yep. Oh, my God. Emma Is Stone. it a rom-com? I would like to call a friend and ask if it's a rom-com. What would you call it? Muddy. <laughs> no, I don't There's know. There's no, no romance? Ah, oh, damn it. Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, Steve Carell, oh, Julianne Moore. Oh, dancing scene. No, it's crazy, stupid love. Crazy... I can't believe that though. That's so mean. It's hard when you got trying to manufacture matchups. Ooh, still gonna debate that one. No, I think I feel good about it because I do really enjoy Crazy Stupid Love. And you don't get that much of a break. Crazy Stupid Love, sixteen candles. Crazy Stupid Love. I wonder if any. I don't know if any classics are really. I know. I'm gonna make it in. I know. I was thinking that too. Crazy Stupid Love gets to the final four. Will it face 10 Things I Hate About You or Sweet Home Alabama? Hmm. I think I'm going to go Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. <sighs> Shock. Exhausted. 51st Dates or Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Mm. Do you want to come back to it? Wow. I think the other one might be... Actually, no. The other one might be just as hard. Okay, let me hear it first. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Friends with Benefits. Oh, my God. I want them all. You did this to yourself. I want all of them. Okay. (laughs) Can I have all of them, please? All of them win. Okay. What was the first one again? 51st Dates for Getting Sarah Marshall. Drew Barrymore. It's so cute. But I really love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. For rom-com? Yeah, what's the better rom-com? Yeah, recipe for rom-com. I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go with one of them. Yep. But (laughs) it's close. That's good. (laughs) It's a buzzer beater game. (laughs) I think I'm going to go with Forgetting Sarah Marshall because I just really love that cast and I don't know why. I'm just going to go with my gut. 
That next one is going to kill me. I had to lose a guy in 10 days, friends with benefits. I really thought like friends with benefits won yours. I thought it would win mine too, but it doesn't. It's not going to beat how to lose a guy in 10 days. But it, it actually like hurts my heart to get rid of that one because I would keep that one. Yeah. Like if, you know, if you had to pick your final four, like just from a list or something, like for sure that would be in my top four. Like you would take friends with benefits over Sweet Home Alabama. I think so. Yeah. Crazy yeah. Stupid Love. I'd have to think about that one, but. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What do I have? Final four. Crazy Stupid Love versus Sweet Home Alabama and Forgetting Sarah Marshall versus How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Wow. Is it actually 10 days? Yeah. Oh. You haven't seen it? No. This is going to be like my new Armageddon movie. <laughs> might be. But at least so like. a rock. <laughs> at least I know. Like I know what I'm walking into. Yeah. It's so cute. Um, you okay. used me. Give me something like that. It's just, it is really funny because she's trying to break up with him and he's trying to hold on to her. They both have bets with their like employers and stuff. So it's just like funny. Anyways, it sounds stupid, but it's not. Okay. Sorry. Crazy Go. Stupid Love versus Sweet Home Alabama. Final four. Okay. I'm going to go Crazy Stupid Love for a couple of, they just have some really great scenes. Like the scene where they're Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are in bed. They had just done the dirty dancing move and then they're just laying in bed talking. Like it's such a natural feeling scene of just what people would be like. And it just, I don't know. I really, I loved the two of them and he was such a like male whore and you know, she changed the ways and then having this, I don't know, having the whole, like, I don't want to ruin just in case people haven't seen it, but there's like this whole twist and it's a good twist. It's a really good movie. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of love in it, like different relationships and stuff i'm just trying to talk myself That's okay. whatever you do whatever you need to do okay forgetting sarah marshall versus how to lose a guy in 10 days like i just i can't like uh, forgetting sarah marshall is like one of my favorite like comfort movies <laughs> if i'm in the mood for that not in the mood for like guns the old guard <laughs> um like that would be but it's just like, I just can't imagine picking it over 10 things I hate or the how to lose a guy in 10 days. So how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh, this okay. was great. Okay. Bye. Yep. No, we got one more. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I have the right to pass. Then we're never going to know. I know. Crazy stupid love versus how to lose a guy in 10 days. Championship matchup. McConaughey. Kate Hudson versus Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. I kind of forgot what movie you actually picked. Yeah. How far was the, the proposal actually made it? Because, like, if you struggled with Crazy Stupid Love in the proposal. Like, mm -hmm. is, does the proposal beat 16 Candles? Probably, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Does it beat Sweet Home Alabama? That would be a tough one for sure. I don't know if it would beat it. Would it beat it? beat it i don't have to think about it but it what yeah that's like i was thinking of my of yours too like if set it up was on this side 
probably would it would have made up. it like further right it at least would have like especially if it was like if you swap set it up and jerry Maguire, it ends up in that jerry Maguire spot right but it would be set it up at a 92 so it would actually go in this knocked up against 10 things i hate about you like it would change wow. everything that'd be hard yeah so it's like there isn't anyways um crazy stupid love i feel like it's gonna be like one of those like classics I'm just waiting for you to I know. talk yourself into... It is going to be... It's just such a good movie. It's got good twists and it's got such good dynamics. But as far as like like a rom-com, I love their dynamic. I mean, that's why I still watch Fool's Gold because they're so good together. And Catherine Hahn's in it. That's good. Things I hate about you. Is she like the friend? She's the friend. She's supposed to be like the fat friend or something. The fat, ugly friend. Or that's how she perceives herself. Yeah. Um, like the duff. Yeah. <laughs> right? Favorite rom-com. It is going to be... Each time I go to say the one, I, I'm i like, don't you, do that to the other one. No. No. It's going to be 10 Things I Hate About You. That's that's a good thing that no, it's not that's in there. How <laughs> to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. There we go. I know I got all nervous there. One How to the, lose a guy in ten days. That is what I thought you would pick. Yeah. How to lose yeah. a guy in ten days. But if I were, let me see my final okay. four. I look at. I want to look at mine too. Okay. I'm gonna sign mine. Oh okay. Um, if I were, if I just had all of these movies and I just got to pick my final four, um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Crazy Stupid Love, but I would take out Sweet Home Alabama and I would put Friends with Benefits. I think those that they would be my top like four of my favorite rom-coms. So pretty good because Sweet Home Alabama, right? Yeah. Like I got three. I would say I would those would be my three. Yeah, I had to stack one side of the bracket. Yeah. And even how like, did you pick it? You just did it as like. Yeah. Well, first I thought of a couple matchups and then I did because uh, I thought of like the 16 candles, 13 16 going candles, on 30. I do. I just again, I think it's like a Jerry Maguire. I don't think it's like a rom-com. Like it's like it's more of a teen comedy. I don't know. Wait, wait it's not a romance movie. It is. Oh, sorry. Teen rom. Rom. Yeah. Sorry. It's not, it's not as funny. I mean, her cousin staying there is kind of funny. I guess it's supposed to be funny. And does her, does her cousin yeah, get guess... paid to go on a date with her? No. Anthony Michael Hall is pretty funny. I guess it is funny. Yeah. It's just, it's a different kind of funny than like, say, the proposal or something, right? The proposal is more my type of humor. So, yeah. I don't know. It's good. It's funny because I, when we were th when I was doing this, I didn't have How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days because you hadn't seen it, so I almost forgot. Like when I was making the list, I was like, oh, "Okay, so if he has these same movies, this will be my winner." <laughs> and then I forgot, and once I heard it, I was like, "Well, that's the one that's gonna win." Yeah. I, I mean, it, it it didn't like hands down. Like I did have to think about it. There was some struggle. There was definitely some struggle. Thought it was ten things I hate about you. I know that was funny. One of the tens. One of the tens. The movie. I got stressed out. That's that. Yeah, that is our, our rom-com bracket. Uh, next week, um, we've got 
uh, our TV, our TV edition. Yeah. So our, we I'm don't s- do enough TV, so we we're like, let's do some TV. Yeah. So I'm watching the first two episodes of Ozark. Yes. You are watching the first four episodes of Community. Yes. And then we are gonna rate it TV finales. Yeah, series finales. Series yeah. finales. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna be like the Game of Thrones season five finale. No. <laughs> yeah. Series finales. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Actually, we'll have to include Game of Thrones because we'll. Because we're just rating it, not ranking. Yeah, we're rating them and having like a discussion about them. And we're going to have like the same ones, right? Or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, we're going to pick the same ones and then rank them on our own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Case, got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.